Hey everybody, welcome to The Point, a podcast led by the staff of The Point Church, located in southwest Pensacola in the Perdido Key area. At The Point Church, we believe the Bible is the Word of God. We stand strongly on the authority and the inspiration of the Scriptures, and we try our best to make application to apply it to our everyday lives. In today's podcast, we'll discuss the summer schedule, some changes that we're implementing to our small group strategy, when these changes will take effect, and how we've gotten to this point. We hope that today's podcast will help you have clarity about the Point Church as we work to fulfill our role in making disciples. Hey everybody, I'm Tim Coleman, Senior Pastor of the Point Church, Perdido Key, and we're so glad you join us for a few minutes today on our podcast as we revamp and resurrect a podcast that we did back during the COVID season with our staff here at The Point. We've got some new staff and some things we want to talk about with you today. I'm joined by Dr. Mitch Johnson. He is our teaching pastor here at The Point, and John Vickers, our next generation's pastor, uh, as we try to lead our church to be on mission for the glory of the Lord. Guys, how are y'all doing today? Doing well. Doing well. How you doing? Summertime. Uh, traffic's picked up here in Perdido Key. The sun is out. Everybody wants to get to the beach because school's out. The temperature is rising, and we're trying to stay inside. I will say the last few days have been beautiful here in Perdido Key, and we're thankful to be living in such a beautiful spot where the glory of God fills the earth every day as we drive down to the Point Church. Guys, we're in the summer season. Uh, we're here 1st of June, and things kind of change for us as a church as we uh, kind of approach June and July in a different a kind of way. So we want to talk about some of those things today on the podcast just to get everybody uh, up to speed so they understand where we're at. We typically take a slowdown season for June and July as it relates to groups ministry. That does not mean we're not busy. So today starts Vacation Bible School here on our campus through Friday. John, talk a little bit about that. Vacation Bible School is one of the craziest weeks of the year for us at the church. We'll have a couple hundred kids on campus, uh, maybe even a little bit more this year. But our volunteers make Vacation Bible School happen. So thankful for all hundred or so volunteers we're going to have on on campus this week. Uh, this year, we're actually having two Vacation Bible Schools during the same week. One is at our main campus in the mornings and in the evenings at our Jackson campus. So we're thankful for the work that God is doing over there in ministering to our kids. And man, the theme for this year, Twist and Turns, uh, Jesus uh, changes everything, and we're going to be talking about that with our kids this week. So if you're listening to this and it's still Vacation Bible School week, I want to ask you to be praying for our kids, for clarity, for the gospel, for them to understand what Jesus has done on their behalf. So if you have got a second to stop and pray, I'd ask you to do that and pray for our kids. Mitch, why is Vacation Bible School important in the life of our church? That's a great question. Uh, we are able to minister to so many kids that don't normally actually go to church um, in our community, especially the Jackson campus. Some of these kids may never hear about Jesus in their homes ever. Uh, and this is a great opportunity for us to share the name of Jesus to them and them take the gospel message to their homes. And maybe parents come to know Christ too. Uh, it's a great thing to hear so many kids running through our hallways and it's an encouragement to us. And also it's important to for our volunteers to actually serve. Uh, uh, each day they come in and they learn something new a little bit about these kids. And um, 
it just adds value to their life too. I love being a part of the traffic team every morning, helping all the kids get out of the car, yeah. waving everybody as they come into the parking lot. Morning times this week on Perdido Key Campus, nighttime Jackson Campus. Get your kids to Vacation Bible School. We'll have a great time uh, this week. We're also starting a new schedule as it relates to our groups. Let's back up just a little bit for a minute. Mitch, you joined the staff on January 1st. Uh, just a few days before Stetson Bennett won his second national yeah, championship. Back to back to back. Don't bring that up. Back to back. So we brought you on to bring us into a season of assessment to talk about the past, where we've been, what we've done, and how we need to move forward in the future as our church has grown. Uh, if I hit the rewind button a little bit, I've been at the point now for 19 years, and I can remember back when we were doing home groups when uh, home groups wasn't the strategy. It was Hurricane Ivan hit, and we had nowhere else to meet because we lost our facility. And so I've seen as a senior pastor, I've seen seasons come and go sure. and a variety of ways that we've tried to approach ministry. Guys, John, I don't know, I think I've told you this, but several years ago, we were having student ministry Sunday school and Wednesday night gathering on a transit bus, like a MARTA bus, that we bought and put out here in the parking lot, put air conditioning in that bus. Now, now get the picture in your mind. All the students are sitting on a MARTA bus, and that's where we had Wednesday night group, okay? It was what we did in that moment to facilitate the facilities issues we had and other things that we were facing. So here we are today, not to um, belabor the point about the past, but here we are. Our church is growing. We're in a thriving community and we want to be intentional in the way we assimilate people and get people plugged in. And so we have announced our church back in March. We have met with all our, our small group leaders that uh, lead here at our church. We get to the end of May, and we're kind of hitting the reset. Tell us what's coming in these next few weeks. Starting yesterday, actually, on June 4th, we... Uh, have one co-ed class each service. So one senior adult class in the first service, one in the second service. And beginning in the fall, midpoint, August 16th, we'll just have one co-ed adult option, and it will just be next gen, so students and kids. Uh, and then we'll have point groups. Point groups are groups that consist of 8 to 12 individuals that meet on a weekly or biweekly basis in people's homes. People can meet in coffee shops, wherever they need to, at the beach, wherever it is. And we're going to unveil all the content, sermon-based content. We can get into that if you want to. And our strategy within point groups is to make disciples within the point group. So we'll have something called D groups. So that happens within the point group. And I'll let John kind of unravel the next-gen kind of aspect with kids and students and all that kind of good stuff of what we're going to have there. Yeah, this is just a more, in, in, in my mind at least, this is a more intentional way for us to spend our time as opposed to just piling up and doing a whole lot of things at one time on Sunday. Man, I think back to times when I was a teenager and going from church to Sunday school to discipleship training to something else in the afternoon. And man, it's just hard to process, unpack all of those things that you're learning. So for our students, we're, we're not going to be meeting in a small group format on Sunday mornings but we're moving to the first Sunday night of each month. We're going to be gathering together for a time of worship, teaching. Our small groups will be meeting during that time. Our Wednesday night midweek uh, activities will still be going on whenever it comes to groups and, and the, our, the, our teaching time that we're having. 
But these uh, once a month gatherings, as well as small group gatherings, we're already seeing some of those. And just a couple couple weeks ago, our middle school guys got together to spend some quality time. And we're looking for ways to spend more intentional time together, as opposed to just going through a calendar. So that's one of the things that I'm I'm really excited about with our staff, being able to sit down and pray, seek the Lord as to what the right thing to do is in this season. So I have a question that kind of goes to both of you, but Mitch, I'll start with you. Tim and Misty Coleman, that's me, my wife, we move into Perdido Key. So right now, currently we have one daughter living at home. She's 12 years old. So we decide to check out some churches and we drive down here to Interity Road we get a great uh, spot in the Vista parking lot. Man, there's some coffee right there on the sidewalk. Uh, what are you going to tell us to do as it relates to groups and discipleship? We know walk in the worship center, have the worship service, but what's this? What's our strategy? What's your strategy for me and my family? Tim, the first thing we're going to do is make sure that you feel welcome. Your wife and your and your child feel welcome. We have a, a phenomenal fit team that. We're waving, holding signs, all that kind of good stuff. We have coffee on the corner on both sides of the building. Make sure that you have a beverage before you even go to church. We do allow beverages in the church. Hallelujah. We, we kind of are energized by coffee. We have a phenomenal fit team even inside to make you feel warmed. I was actually in a conversation the other day with somebody, and they said, I, I come to the church, and I'm going to call this person out because of Tom Sullivan, because he and his wife love on us every time we walk in the door. They know our name. It's just a phenomenal place. But if you ask me, hey, how do I get involved in a group or disciple making? I'm going to tell you to go to our website, to the point.church forward slash point groups. You can sign up for a group right in our uh, worship center right there. You can even scan the QR code if you want, sign up for a group. Uh, and one of us will be in contact with you. We would tell you that's the best way for us. That's our strategy to be discipled, to get involved and in getting involved in the community all at the same time. So top priority for us is conversations meeting people, greeting people, getting to know people, and helping them get plugged in. Right. That is priority number one. But we do have kind of a backup plan in that they can go to our church website. We have a groups page. Right. We'll have all of our groups listed there, where they're located and so forth, email addresses to contact the leaders to get people plugged into a group that would that would fit them. Sure. So, so John, uh, with us not having the regular small group time for students on Sunday morning. What are you going to tell me about my daughter who will be a seventh grader in the fall? Yeah, absolutely. Every Sunday we'll be, we'll be pointing to our midweek activities for our students as well as our Sunday evening gatherings, uh, how our kids can, can come and get plugged in. The summer is a little bit of a different schedule for us just because the month of June, we've already talked about vacation Bible school. The month of June is our summer camp. So we, we don't meet on Wednesday nights during June, but we do during July. So we'll be picking that back up. We've got some great activities going on for our students. All of that information is on the student page of our website. We'd love to uh, invite you to check that out or even just you re reach out to us in the office. We'd love to have a conversation with you about how we can get your students plugged into a discipleship pathway. I want to just brag for just a second on our small group leaders that we have for our students. We have a, an incredible group of adult leaders that are pouring into our students. And it's so encouraging to me. One of the best student ministry memories that I have is whenever a small group leader comes up to me and talks about how they have been sharing the gospel with somebody in their group and how they, man, they just accepted Jesus. They're ready to be baptized. So it's so encouraging to hear stories like that. And all of that comes from the hard work that our small group leaders 
do pouring into our kids each and every week. So I'm so thankful for all of them. So we would love to get all of our students plugged into a small group, connected. There's a reason that we have small group meetings every time we we gather together uh, as a student ministry, whether that's midweek or even on these Sunday night activities that we're going to be having the first Sunday night of each month. I want to piggyback on something you just said as we kind of wrap this segment up. Uh, we appreciate our volunteers. This past uh, Wednesday night, we were able to have volunteer celebration. Mm-hmm. We had a Hawaiian luau just to say to about 220 people that serve here every week in a variety of ways, you are what makes the Point Church go, and we appreciate our volunteers and, of course, the ones that uh, work with our students and our and our kids. Are, are you going to mention who the hula hoop champion is of, of the church staff? Mm-hmm. Why you no. got to bring that up? No. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I, let me just say it. I am the hula hoop champion. I did get the pineapple. I had someone. I, I, I had someone with, inspect the hula hoops afterwards. You were actually using a weighted illegal hula hoop, <laughs> so so we have dethroned you. You are the not pine, the winner. The, the pineapple's gone. I already ate it. So we had a great time that night. And again, did. thank you to all of our volunteers. Hey, as we get into the summer, we're gonna release a podcast the next few Mondays. Uh, next week, we're gonna release release one about the Southern Baptist Convention. I know everybody's jumping up down here. We have to say about that. And then the following Monday, John will be at camp, camp to know him in Pisgah, Alabama with our students. Uh, Tell us just a brief word about that and then we'll follow up. We are loading up here in just a couple weeks, headed up to North Alabama, spending some time. Our camp pastor, his name's Jay Barbier. If you'd be praying for Jay, Lord willing, he'll be in remission from from cancer by the time we have camp together. Jay works with evangelism in the Tennessee Baptist Convention, so really looking forward to him being able to spend some time sharing with our students. Camp is just one of those things that you can't replicate. It's something that that's different. It pulls the kids out of their their kind of daily routines, times for them to spend an extended amount of time with their group leaders, with with each other as they as they grow together in Christ. So we're so looking forward to spending a week with our students at camp. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Small group ministry, if we can help you answer any questions, call the church office, email us at the church, uh, or catch us in the hallway on Sunday. We want to get you plugged in. Hey, let's make this a great summer again. VBS is going on right now. We've got a lot of kids having a lot of fun hearing about Jesus. Pray for them that they'll know Christ in their journey of faith. God bless you. You've been listening to To The Point.